You probably don't yet realize it, yet this is one of the biggest mistakes that I see that so often business owners are making, and chances are you're doing it too. Hey, it's Jason Lynette, and we're about to dive into the concept of early tangible wins. Now, that's the solution. Let's take a moment, though, and address the problem. In most cases, it comes around to what we would refer to as expert speak, and that's often characterized by talking about your product or your service in a way that's, well, in a way that's important to you, and let me at least phrase it politely this way, it's not yet important to your audience. So the focus of this week's episode of the Attract Pre-Sold Clients podcast is about reshaping the way you talk about your service, perhaps even some ways reshaping the way that you deliver your service. Because as we can plant the seed of early tangible wins, that's where we can get the audience now mentally rehearsing that sales process, mentally rehearsing already being inside of our products and services, even before you ask for the sale. Here's the hard truth. People are conditioned to ignore your marketing message. Most of the stuff you'd create doesn't get read, doesn't get watched, and ultimately, nobody buys from it. I'm Jason Lynette, and I'm here to help you stop being the best kept secret to the people you know you can help. If you're a business owner, and if you're ready to cut through the overwhelm of launching something that creates massive impact, and brings in an awesome income, you are in the right place. Welcome to Attract Pre-Sold Clients. Understanding. I've really got to focus this off with just that one simple word, understanding. And for those of you that are currently working with us inside of our premium influence consulting, you already know that that's a word that, well, I don't actually own a dartboard, but if I did, we would probably stick it on the wall print out the word understanding and put it right there in the middle of the bullseye and then do our best to throw as many darts as it as we possibly could. Because here's the reason why I launch into this. It's that so often the journey that we're guiding people through the influential sales process is one of how do we replace the map that the audience currently has in their mind? How do we introduce new mechanisms, new ways of thinking, and really just replacing the systems of thought within their mind with something that now truly is going to serve them. And I mention this in a rather sort of abridged version here, yet it's by talking through the structure of what you do and what you provide, it no longer becomes as focused as it has been before, perhaps for some of you, around themes such as this many sessions, this many videos in a library, and instead it's more about the emotional, tangible journey of what's going to be happening as they work through that sequence with you. And the benefit of this becomes, we call it an automatic yes offer. And by doing so, it creates the scenario where, again, the audience is now replacing their current model of the perceived issue and replacing it with your specific solution. And what this does, by the way, is it creates a bit of an emotional win rather early, even before the official process begins, whether it's a service or perhaps even before the product arrives, because now there is this feeling of a win. There is a feeling of success. There's a feeling of, the best word would perhaps be clarity, because now they know what needs to happen. They now know why it needs to happen. And the simple pathway of moving forward of, well, how do I do it, is with you. And let's look at this word, understanding, because this is a word that 
I've kind of found that it's not just the coaching and consulting space. We've even had this word pop up with investment advisors, with people in the contracting space, with people who are even inside of software as a subscription, SaaS-style products. And it's that they want to kick off the journey of their marketing and their promotion by helping the audience to then understand. And listen carefully here. Yes, that's important. (laughs) Yes, it's important to understand because that then puts into context everything else. However, nobody is really lying in bed at two in the morning, restless and having a hard time sleeping, muttering to themselves, oh, I just... I just wish I could understand mutual fund investing. Oh, I just wish I could understand anxiety. And indeed, those two words put together, understanding anxiety, probably are the two words that we actually, in our digital curriculum, had to publish a bit of a bonus video about common mistakes and how that one still to this day is the one that pops up so often. And and listen carefully here before you start to make some judgments and go, well, no, I don't like that. Well, here's the thing. Yes, it is helpful for the audience to understand, you know, to understand how the architecture process is going to play out, to understand what it's going to be like when they're going through this complementive healing process, to understand the science behind what you do, perhaps. Yet, the thing that's going to truly hook and grab the audience's attention early on is to speak in the language of early tangible wins. And we can do this in one of two ways that I'll just share here briefly here, which would be what would be an emotional win? So is there a sense of clarity? Is there a sense of moving forward? Is there a sense of momentum? Is there a sense that finally the feeling of helplessness and hopelessness is now finally gone? And how can we facilitate that early on inside of a program? I'd mentioned the episode that came out about two weeks ago with Nicole Soroka, where we talked about what to do to get more referrals and how to go about getting those and how most of that conversation was actually themed around increasing client success. How do we increase consumption and engagement inside of what we do? And even just to simply have a dialed in onboarding process, a feeling that now someone is getting ratified that they made the right decision Well, that alone also creates an early tangible win on the emotional side of the coin. Let's also talk about the tactical, the practical tangible win, which I'd give you an example of something that we do inside of our consulting, that one of the very first tasks that we give people even before they officially dive into the program sometimes is helping to really build this evergreen asset, this growing resource of all the elements of what you do that you clearly have an expertise in. And I've got to say, this is, in my opinion, the ultimate antidote to what others would label as imposter syndrome. This is the ultimate exception to I'm not good enough, I'm not smart enough, who am I to talk about these things? And it's this tactical assignment that we give our people early on that suddenly they're able to step back And admittedly, it's a bit of an emotional and a tactical win at the same time. It's the fact that now here's more than a hundred things that you have expertise in, more than a hundred things that you could speak rather eloquently on and with passion about, things that are of interest to your audience, things that they eventually need to understand. Okay, we'll we'll bring that word back in here. And I mention this 
Because let's look at the structure of how perhaps a coaching offer would often be described, especially if it's one of a therapeutic nature. And the intention, the intention here, and I'm pausing here to point out that it may be different if you're promoting a training. However, if you're promoting a service, you realize that's a different audience. So just realize the same way you promote what you do to an audience if you're looking for, let's say, clients versus what you say when it comes time to attract students, they may be similar, yet they may be very different. Again, different audiences respond to different things. So the roadmap that people usually try to dive in to our process with would be that step one would be something of the nature of, let's run with anxiety here, which is an awfully fun sentence to say out loud, I'm now realizing, (laughs) run with anxiety. It's that step one, they would want it to be, step one, understanding anxiety. Step two, and let's just keep this really simple without too much fancy language, resolving the anxiety. And then so forth in the course of their specific approach to addressing this, well, common issue. And what often tends to happen is we make this one little adjustment, this one little tweak that suddenly pays off a massive, massive dividend of a result. And pay attention here. It's not that we're telling them to completely remove the dialogue of understanding. It's only then by shifting the focus to step one is that of diving in and resolving the issue. Now, let me nerd out on linguistics here. My specific term for the concept I'm about to share with you is something that I call specified ambiguity. Others would talk about nonspecific language. Others would talk about artfully vague language. My version of it is one of specified ambiguity. And what that does is it allows you to communicate in an almost poetic way of something that is something that's not very specified in what you're saying, but still invites the audience to then implant themselves in your descriptions and find something very specific to then latch onto. It's that if we make the mistake of saying something that proves to not be true, we've created a mismatch, we've lost rapport, we've lost focus, and they might not even continue on that journey with us. So step one is that of diving in and helping you to truly begin to resolve this anxiety once and for all. And you're going to see how that becomes even more effective because once you identify the right triggers in the right way, what that does is it gives you a new understanding as to what that anxiety was before and what that feeling can now become. If you're not yet smiling, maybe rewind this recording back, this podcast back about maybe 30 or 45 seconds, and it's that you grabbed onto something specific. And the language patterns specifically around, well, specified ambiguity, the right triggers at the right time And I didn't say to create an understanding of what that feeling was and what it now becomes. I added one extra word to make this a little bit more magical in the mind of the audience. It creates a new understanding as to what that anxiety used to mean, as well as what that feeling can now become. Notice that the second reference to the emotional state was now 
disassociated. I didn't say anxiety again. I said what that emotion can become because, well, as someone who's worked with this specific audience before, it's that it might replace itself with a more positive emotion such as confidence, such as excitement. So look at that little bit of a change there. We avoided at least beginning the dialogue, talking about the product, the service, the deliverable, with the phrase of understanding. And instead, we launched directly into the tangible, tactical win of dialing that feeling down, which is, of course, only possible by addressing the right triggers at the right time, so that now, and you heard the rest there. So look at how we can shift this language. And really, it's about, I've got to share with you the exact language that I use for this and it's a bit uh, playful in the description of it, but it's that you want to, I'll add in a modifying word here, you want to respectfully smack your audience in the face right away with what they're looking for. You want them to just notice it right away. You want them to just immediately understand, okay, now I can use the word because we're this deep into the episode. You want them to immediately understand that yes, that's what this product provides. That's what this service delivers. So really, it's one of these biggest lessons that for many of us, we end up with something that in the shape of our business, we can make that mistake of leaning on too many intangible descriptions. And that's one of the greatest journeys that we're often going through in our marketing and our promotion on this pathway to consistently attract high quality, not just clients, but yes, indeed, pre-sold clients to our business. It's one of always taking the things that are not yet tangible letting them become tangible, and that's how you bump up your client attraction. Thank you for listening to Attract Pre-Sold Clients, where you get strategies proven to work in businesses around the world. I'm Jason Lynette, and if you're ready to crush the confusion of what to say and how to say it to consistently attract your dream clients, check out our free resources today at attractpresoldclients.com.